Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Heart First podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope that you are all having a beautiful week. It is Thursday here in Australia. This will likely either go out later this afternoon or early tomorrow. If you are a returning listener, hello and welcome. And if you are new here, hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning into the Heart First podcast. My name is Alex. I'm a women's life coach and I partner with women to go from stuck and unfulfilled to really thriving in their purpose and living out soulful success, whatever that means to you. Today's topic is a really fun one. And once again, it's layered. We're chatting on the three keys to true, unshakable self-love. Now, obviously, there are more than three, but today we're just going to touch on three really strong key pillars that I believe it takes to build true self-love. And this is the thing with self-love is what does it even mean at the end of the day? Because we all hear it from day to day. We all hear it in such a social media driven world that we need to love ourselves. But very often we don't actually understand what this means or what it actually looks like to put into practice. Like I said, it's a really big topic and one that has taken me most of my 20s to really properly embody. There are so many connotations around the word self-love and oftentimes people relate to this feeling of selfishness and vanity or bubble baths and a facial when they think of self-love. Today, I really want to dive into what it truly, truly means to build a loving relationship with yourself. Like I said, often people are so aware of this concept And we live in this time where we are, I think, making moves in really breaking down the barriers of what it means to love yourself. But at the very same time, we are living in a world where comparison is more prominent than ever. It just takes going online and following your favorite influencer or to scroll on social media for just a little while for you to start feeling those feelings of comparing your life to other people. The clients that come to me are usually really big lovers of personal growth and consuming content around personal growth, spirituality, and self-love. And yet at the very same time, they are deeply struggling with their inner critic, conditional self-love, and the worthiness wound of never feeling good enough. It is my hope for you that in this lifetime, not the next, in this lifetime, sooner rather than later, you really learn true self-love. You really learn how to be self-partnered, which I'm going to get into shortly, before you give yourself to another. I always say that the relationships that we have exist in three entities. The first entity is the relationship that you have with yourself. The second is the relationship your partner or friend has with themselves. And then the third is the relationship you share together, which operates as its own separate entity. So in order for you to show up in this container with your partner, it's so imperative that you've worked on the relationship that you have with yourself first and foremost. What I find most tragic is that people get so far on into their lives, I'm talking 40s, 50s, 60s, and they still have no idea how to embody any form of self-love. And while we may have not been taught how to love ourselves when we were younger, And while we have grown up around maybe parents or whoever was around us and they didn't love themselves and therefore we modelled that, 
while that may be the case, if you want to shift your self-love experience, it starts with you. It starts with being the change and it starts with breaking that cycle. You give so many gifts to everyone around you, especially yourself, when you really learn how to embody this feeling of true self-love. You change the entire trajectory of your entire life because suddenly you feel worthy for so much more. You feel worthy to build and create a life that truly lights you up because you are approaching the relationship that you have the way that you would with your best friend who you probably want the very best for. And so realizing that it's quite tragic to get to the end of your life and not learn how to embody this level of self-love, I really hope that today inspires you to embody more of a loving relationship with yourself that is deep, that has depth, that isn't just surface level and bubble baths and facials and loving yourself when it feels good. So let's dive into these three keys to having deep, unshakable self-love. The first one is that you must embody unconditional love. To build an unshakable relationship with yourself, you must learn to embody this unconditional self-love. And what this means is that you don't just love yourself when everything is going right. You love yourself when everything seems to be going wrong too. I want you to really begin to look at where are you placing conditions on how you feel about yourself? How many hoops do you have to jump through in order to feel a certain way about yourself? Is it when you're doing really well at work or getting praise and smashing your targets? Is it when you finally hit your goal weight? Is it when you are eating really well and practicing self-care regularly? Who is it that you actually have to be to love yourself? You might find yourself at times feeling shame towards yourself. Maybe you're not meeting any of the things that I've mentioned or you've just eaten something that you said that you weren't going to eat or you've slept with someone and you're in this shame spiral about it or you've done something that you deeply reject about yourself. And here's the thing, we all are doing the very best that we can with the the current resources that we currently have. And therefore, when we have self-sabotaging behaviours and maybe we do sleep with someone or we're self-sabotaging our health goals, this is not coming from a place of self-love and self-love is the antidote in order to fix self-sabotaging behaviours. It's important to know that when you are feeling shame, guilt, or disliking the person that you are, it is simply an invitation into deeper self-love. It's the antidote and the cure, like I said, because shame cannot last in the presence of love. And so when we feel shameful towards ourselves for doing something, the cure is more self-love, curiosity, self-compassion, coming from a place of understanding because your darkness cannot survive when there is light. You cannot feel shit about yourself when you are practicing love no matter what. And all of a sudden, you can do anything when you truly love yourself because you know that if you fail, you know that if you make a mistake, you know if you do the wrong thing, you're more inclined to actually try things. Deep, unconditional love promotes a feeling of a growth mindset. I want you to think of someone you love unconditionally. It could be a pet, a child, a sibling, or a parent. And I have no doubt 
that they have annoyed you at some point, that they've done something to upset you. In these times, while maybe you feel upset, I'm sure that you still feel the resonance of love for them. Even if your child is having a tantrum in the toothpaste aisle because they want a certain type of toothpaste, or maybe it is a sibling who's just really pissed you off and worn your favorite outfit or something. I invite you into giving this same resonance of self-love to yourself and truly learning the magic that is available to you when you learn true unconditional self-love and you really lean into it. You will amaze yourself with how you grow so much more than getting stuck in these shame spirals. The shame spiral is an invitation for more self-love because self-love is not just loving the good parts of yourself. It's loving the parts of yourself that you don't necessarily like. It's realizing that when we accept them, when we embrace them, we give ourselves permission to become better, to work on it, to understand ourselves deeper, to approach things with curiosity and understand why we behave the way that we do, why we self-sabotage. Where can you shine light on your darkness? Where can you bring love into the areas that you feel shame? Number two, the second key, cultivate your wise inner parent. So for us to truly step into unshakable self-love, we must realize that self-love comes from also being self-disciplined. But this is not to say that we are hard on ourselves and we add onto the voice of our inner critic. This is about acknowledging our needs and what makes us feel our best. I have said this before, but having higher standards without self-compassion is straight up bullying. We are not here to bully ourselves, but rather we want to cultivate our wise inner parent. Now, this is an archetype that we all have inside of ourselves, kind of like we all have this inner child inside of us. But we have this archetype that is wise and knows what they need to do to take the very best care of ourselves. And potentially, your wise inner parent, she does need to be cultivated. She needs to be built and she needs to be lent on a little bit more. But this part of you is wise. And like I said, she knows what you need and she comes from a fierce but loving place. When we speak of self-discipline, what I want you to start to think about is discipline to listen to your inner truth and your needs. This is not about self-betrayal. This is not about expecting really, really huge results from ourselves, but it's about loving ourselves into our highest potential because the inner, the wise inner parent knows when you need more rest and they know when you need to get up and they know when you are just maybe procrastinating and being a little bit lazy. If you think of a child and as though you had to parent them, you would likely ensure that you're taking care of them with the balance between their play and work, making sure that they're eating nourishing foods, but also not depriving them from more fun play foods. You would make sure that they're getting plenty of love, social interaction, while also studying, doing their homework, or really putting their best foot forward at work. What you are trying to do as the wise inner parent is you are trying to get yourself to live out your true potential. And your true potential can only operate from a place that is loving and authentic. We are not here to live out someone else's dream. 
we are, we are really here to live out our truth, our authenticity. And when we have that wise inner parent that is helping us to have our needs met, to help us and really step into our future selves, to help us do actions that our future self is going to thank us for, we really begin to cultivate what our true potential is. And through having this fierce yet loving relationship, having this archetype inside of ourselves, we get to embody what it feels like to constantly be taken care of. So where can you begin to cultivate the wise inner parent inside of yourself? Do you need to cook more at home, lay off the drinking for a while, or soothe your emotions in a way that's healthy? If you think about a child who feels upset, how would you comfort them? This is how we start to begin to cultivate our wise inner parent is to realize that we all have this inner child inside of ourselves who needs taking care of. And if it helps to create this archetype of this wise inner parent of like asking yourself the questions when your inner child feels unsafe, how can I parent her? How can I parent this part of myself? We come from a much more empowered place. So the third key and the last key that we're going to touch on today is something that I just touched on, but to build unshakable self-love is to truly realize that you're so whole on your own and you don't need anyone else to make you whole. Being alone doesn't make you lonely. And if you are in partnership, you can totally still practice this concept of being in a healthy self-partnership because so many of our other relationships are built on this relationship that you have with with yourself. And coming back to what I said at the start around the relationship existing in three entities, how are you taking care of the relationship that you have with yourself that, so that you can show up as your best possible version for your partner? Realizing that it's not up to them to make you happy. Yes, you are co-relating and you are sharing a relationship and yes you have needs and you have values and morals that need to be met but at the same time if all you are ever doing is relying on your partner to validate you or to bring you a level of affection always not ever giving it to yourself then you're you're playing a losing game Often people are really wanting to call in or manifest a really healthy and safe partner, yet they haven't even cultivated this same safety within themselves. How do you want your partner to treat you? How do you romanticize the relationship you have with yourself? And this is where I'm thinking, you know, luxurious self-care routines, candles, self-date nights, marinating in your own company and soaking up how it feels to just indulge. Truly one of the best things that I have given myself is cultivating, enjoying my own company to know that just because I'm alone, it doesn't mean that I'm lonely and that when you come from this place, it's like the bare minimum for you now. So if somebody comes in and you're dating somebody who's mistreating you, it's a straight up um, no. It's like um, Miley Cyrus's new song that's going off on TikTok at the moment, but it's true. If you don't have someone that can love you better than you can love yourself or they're not adding to your life, then what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? And I just want to preface, of course, relationships have, you know, these down moments and it's not this honeymoon fairy tale. 
But at the same time, if you're wanting all of these things from your partner, but yet you haven't even cultivated this healthy relationship in yourself, in your own nervous system, that is where I would start. I would fill myself up so much to a point where I'm just basically irresistible, where I'm filled to the brim with all of the things that truly light me up. So what I want you to do is even take yourself on some dates, go on a coffee date or to a movie or do something that feels really comfortable for you and work your way up. Going out for a coffee and taking your book or your journal is a really, really great place to start. And if that makes you uncomfortable, then good. I love getting outside of my comfort zone and I encourage more people to do so. I want you to feel how how damn good it feels to find this feeling of wholeness before you find it in another. And when we come from this place of being self-partnered first, it's like we never feel like we're half a person, which I feel like so many people can get really stuck in the habit of when they're not in a relationship. And so they're constantly looking for a man or a woman or whatever your preferences are to really validate them. So my loves, these are just three very basic keys that you can really start to dive into in order to cultivate a more loving relationship with yourself. I think that the main message is that self-love has depth. The same way that you love someone in your life, it has more depth than just, you know, a positive affirmation and a bubble bath. It goes way below that. To embody unconditional self-love is to be on this journey hand in hand with yourself for this whole ride during your life which I think is so important because, like I said, when we come from this space, we really allow ourselves to step into our full potential because we we come from this place of worthiness and really wanting the best for ourselves. So with that being said, my loves, if you love this episode and you are wanting to dive deeper into your self-love journey, I've got an exciting announcement. I am actually launching something pretty exciting in February because February is love month and I thought, what a better time to do this. Because it's love month and because usually things are celebrated on Valentine's Day, what I wanted to do is take it as an opportunity for more self-love because when we love ourselves more, our relationships inevitably get better. And so what I really want to create is for you to work on the relationship that you have with yourself first and foremost. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a much lower ticket offer, super affordable and, and accessible. However, if you are wanting to work together sooner, Self-Discovered, my one-to-one mindset coaching program is enrolling new clients. So Self-Discovered is the program where I take burnt out and unfulfilled women on a journey inward to find soulful success. It's a journey of self-discovery, inner healing, removing your blocks, getting super clear on who you are and what you want from your life so that you can build a life that lights you the hell up. It's a three-month journey of high-level one-to-one support and truly the results of some of the clients that I've had on this journey have been incredible. So if you want to find out more, either send me a message on Instagram over at It's Alexandria J or head to my website www.alexandriaj.com. With that being said, if you love today's episode and you think a friend might need to hear it, send it on over to them or jump into my DMs and let me know what you thought. But I hope that today has inspired you to embody more self-love. May you have the courage to build a life you love. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you next week.